Welcome back, everyone, to week two here on MedSales Monday podcast with your host, John Murphy, coming at you from Los Angeles, California. First off, we want to start with thanking everyone for tuning in to the pilot episode last week. We had some great feedback on that, people reaching out, letting us know they listened to the episode, talking about what they liked about it, uh, some things that they would like to see on future episodes, some great, great topics of discussion that people uh, think would be good to discuss on here, and people reaching out about wanting to come on and talk about their experiences in the medical sales industry. So once again, really appreciate everyone reaching out, giving feedback, um, telling me everything they liked about it, and some suggestions for for future episodes. So last week, a little recap of what we talked about. We talked about the medical sales industry as a whole. Um, the purpose of this podcast is to give people a, a different view of types of roles that you can do in the medical sales industry, whether it be from what I do in the terms of capital equipment to implants to medical healthcare technology. There's a wide range of things you can do in the medical sales world. So let's go ahead and hop in here for episode two. Welcome back. We have a great topic here on episode two of Med Sales Monday podcast. A recommendation by my good friend, medical sales professional Nick Bartonetti from Par Excellence. Um, as I just mentioned, you know different types of medical sales industry. the The field that he's working in is more alongside the medical, uh, I guess you could say, healthcare supply chain technology. Uh, I will we will be having him on to discuss his company a little more and what they do at some point. Um, we, you know, busy schedule for that guy. Got to, got to book him out pretty far in advance. So going to work on getting him in on here, uh, to, to talk about that. But he reached out with, uh, with a great recommendation for today's episode. And that, that recommendation is how to bring value to a facility, to your customer, you know, people you're working with outside of the product that you sell. You may be wondering really what that means. So, we all know what it means to provide the product that you sell, um, provide people with the knowledge surrounding it and help them out in that way. But what does extending more value mean? So so to me, what that means is can a facility use you as a resource as an extension of their team for something that you know is not something that you necessarily sell, something that doesn't um, benefit you directly? So we're going to get into some examples of that. I actually just had to pause the recording here as I'm recording to take a phone call from a development group that I work with. They have a facility that they had some equipment go down in order to continue to do their cases next week. They need replacements of these. They wanted to see if I was able to get them delivered to them over the weekend. Unfortunately, these are some larger items that they ship via freight. Uh, so we did not think that this was going to be able to happen. So I had to kind of put on my, my thinking cap here, um, kind of take the sales person out of you and more on the human side of what can I do to help them? Because when you look at it, you you see people that have been waiting to have surgeries done. Well, no one wants to get a phone call saying, hey, we have a piece of equipment that went down. Sorry, we're not going to be able to do this. So you start thinking of ways that you can fix this problem. Um, we had recently been working with this development group on a sister facility of theirs and we had actually just delivered some of this equipment 
uh, about a month ago uh, to a new facility that hasn't opened yet. So I said, hey, you actually know that one of your other facilities has some of these. Do you think you could borrow them? And immediately he said, oh, I have to make a call. And uh, I haven't heard back from him. It's been a couple of hours. So I think he made it work. Um, so, you know, that's one of those things like they can come to you and not only can you sell them things, but at the same time, you can, you know, I could have sold it to him and said, Hey, you know, wait, wait a week and you're going to have to cancel your cases until we can get it out to you. But instead, you know, you, you provide greater value to them by them knowing that you're a resource that can help them find what they need. Um, he probably didn't know that the other facility had bought some and, and wasn't up and running yet. You know, he, he might've not known that they had been delivered already. So being an asset to, to the team, to the facility, to the development group, whoever it may be, um, you know, is huge. So that's just an extended uh, value add. So, you know, that's kind of be what we're going to be talking about today, um, how you as a medical sales professional can add more value to your customers, to the facilities you work with. So what I want you to do is in a minute here, uh, don't pause the podcast yet. You need to hear this part. But in a minute here, click pause, pause the podcast. Go back over to the LinkedIn page and comment on the post a way that you can add value to a facility, to a customer, how you can help them out uh, doing things outside of your, in quote, job description, things you can do to help them out and, you know, become more important part of the team. Okay, now that you're back from doing that, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what some of you guys say here. Because there really is tons and tons of ways that you can add more value to the facility than just what you're doing. So a couple of things that I've seen just, you know, in, in my daily life is there are very specific types of equipment that certain specific um, specialties need. So, for example, um, spine companies, some of them, they can only use their implants on certain type of tables. So I've seen it before where these these guys that sell this spine implant, they are they're putting it in at a facility and the doctor really wants to use this implant because it's great technology, it's really good for the patient, but they don't have the right type of equipment to use it. So another great value add for that spine implant rep is knowing where he can get that equipment. So it could be, you know, the direct manufacturer that makes this table. Um, it could be a, a third-party company that, that has access to these tables. You know, there's all different types of ways you can get these certain tables. But if that spine implant rep knows, hey, you know, I this is the only this is the product I'm selling is this spine implant. I know that they use these tables at all the facilities I work with. Let me go talk to that facility administrator and see if she will give me the contact information for the rep they bought it from. Boom, right away, you just knocked out a whole headache for the facility administrator that you are dealing with that is thinking, well, now I have to go out and find out where I can get this equipment. I have to do all types of research. I have to, you know, look at reviews for the company, you know, everything like that. What type of service do they have on this, you know, or is it reputable, you know, things like that. You, you just knocked out all that out by being, you know, a value add of, of bringing that knowledge to them saying, Hey, the facility down the road that also I, I do cases at with this implant, this is where they got their table. Here's the person's contact information. Feel free to call over to that facility. I, I let them know that you were in the market for one and that, you know, I, I, I refer them to talk to you about, um, you know, your experience with this company and, and things like that. That administrator, that's going to go a long way for them because they, they don't have time to do that. 
Um, you know, that's that's at the that's not at the top of their list when they're trying to you know run their facility on a daily basis. So just helping out in ways like that um, can be huge. At the same time, vice versa, you may have someone that sells that capital piece of equipment, such as that type of table. Um, we'll, we'll flip it around this time, such as, you know, you sell a an orthopedic table. You know, we'll use that as the example here. Um, and it is, say, a new development that is buying one of these tables from you. You know, everyone knows that they, they buy the equipment before the facilities open everything. So they're they're getting connected. They're trying to figure out where to get everything. They buy this orthopedic table from you. And you ask, well, what type of procedures are you going to be doing? Les? What type of, you know, is there any specialties? Is there any brands they like? And they say, oh, you know, let's just throw out one of the, the med device companies, say, say Zimmer. They're like, we use, we use Zimmer um, hips. We'll go with hips here. You may know from previous experience of the, the Zimmer hip rep reaching out to you about your orthopedic table that, you know, who, what his contact information is. So you're bringing a value add to that facility on the other side with your capital. You can say, oh, well, hey, I actually know the Zimmer rep. Let me give him your number um, and vice versa. Introduce both of them. And, you know, connect them to to each other so that the administrators have to go out and, you know, track down who this rep is or, or reach out to the corporate office to try and find out who it is. You know, it's a lot easier, um, you know, have a nice introduction there where, you know, you can say, oh, I know this guy. I've worked with him in the past. You know, he does his cases on my tables, you know, things like that. So once again, you know, on that side, that's just, you know, a value add that you can bring from you know, rep to rep of different products, but also to the to the facility. And I know they really appreciate that. Another way that you can add value to the facilities and the customers that you work with is by giving them referrals. Um, you know, I think that's something that's huge that people, you know, sometimes the referrals can get a little foggy. But what, what I'm talking about here is with the amount of facilities that I work with, you know, I cover 16 states across America. And so I work with people all over the place, and it's very interesting, um, especially these development groups that you know they they own and manage facilities all around the country. I will have one reach out to me, say in Washington, and be looking to buy, um, you know, let's just say, we'll, we'll just say capital equipment. You know, that's what they're looking to buy. We won't get into the specifics of it. And I, you know, start asking the questions like, well, we don't know exactly what type of specs we want. We don't know this. We don't know this. Like, we just know that we need it. And so what I'll do is I'll go back and I'll look and I'll look at other facilities that are, you know, owned and managed by those those same groups. And I will copy the information, send it over to them and say, hey, this facility that is also owned by insert so-and-so group, this is what they did. Um, if you would like, I can ask them if I could give you their contact information and you could get a hold of them and, and see if that's working well for them. Because immediately, you know, when you're when you're both you know, owned slash managed by the same group, you already have that credibility that first off, you have the credibility of, oh, you you sell to one of our, in quote, sister facilities. Um, and this is what they did. So obviously got approved by our corporate. So, you know, corporate knows that this stuff is, is good. Um, but then you also have the direct person at the other facility that can come back and say, yes, this is what we did. Um, this is the stuff that we bought. And it's working out really well for us you know, it gives you a good recommendation from them um, and say, you know, this is this is what we want. Because the last thing you want to do is you want to send something to a facility and it not be what they wanted. Not, not saying it's not a good product, but it's not what they wanted. It's not what they thought they were getting. Um, this is something that I see 
happen all the time and it's uh, it's crazy um happens all the time and i see it with operating room tables um people will know oh i want insert you know brand make model and they get it and they're like well this doesn't have this feature and in you you kind of just pause you're like well you know um in it hasn't been me selling it they they call me about it and they say oh it doesn't have this feature and I'm like, well, why do you get it? And they're like, well, one of the other facilities that we, you know, this is the table that they bought. This is who they bought it from. And so then you have to go in there and help them out. But if in the beginning, if they could have had someone on their side that has been there, that has, you know, done that specialty before, um, they could do it. They could help them out, you know, that value add of, hey, I've, I've worked with one of your facilities before when they were adding the specialty. Here's the equipment that they bought in order to get that specialty up and running you might want to take a look at this. <laughs> so kind of them just, you know, copying the other facility that they're affiliated with and making sure they're getting everything that they need um, that's performing the correct way that they need it to. So just all in all, just every day trying to provide additional value outside of just the things that you sell. Um, and it could, you know, it could attribute to these things you sell, but just overall, like letting the facility know, the customer know, hey, I am here to help you if you need help. You know, not everything has to be directly tied to selling something. It's, hey, I know you need this. Let me see if I can help you, even if it's not something that I do. So now that we've talked about a couple different ways that you can add value to the customers and facilities that you work with, go ahead and go back. Go back to the LinkedIn post. Uh, let's see how many of the people on there have commented um, about, you know, topics that we just discussed. See if they have any of these experiences. If 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 there's things that I didn't talk about, I would really love to hear about that because every day I'm trying to be better at what I do, provide more value to the people I work with, be more than just just the guy that sells some certain equipment, be the guy they can go to if they need help, if they need advice, um, you know, because everything goes around in this world. So um, that's going to wrap it up on the value add side of today's podcast. Um, some final words here. We are going to be starting our interview series next week. Um, have some really great medical sales professionals lined up for our interview series. Get those guys on here, um, talk about their experiences, how they got into the industry, what they're doing. Um, you know, a couple of them have have been in different roles with different companies before. So, gonna see kind of you know some different details of what they were doing before and what they're doing now. So, all in all, we're gonna have some some good interviews coming up. So, enjoy the rest of your Monday, and thanks for tuning in to Med Sales Monday. See you next week.